Welcome to one of Simon's free podcast adventures. If you'd like to listen to all of the adventures, you'll find them for sale over on simonsadventurestories.bandcamp.com. Here comes Simon. G'day, my name is Simon. I'm an Australian green tree frog, but I'm also a fact-finding frog. I love finding out facts about things and sharing them with you on our adventures. And if you're ready, we can go on another adventure right now. So let's take in one really big slow breath together and when we breathe out, we'll be off on our adventure. Deep breath in. Hold it and breathe out. Here we go. Looks like this might be a bit of a sticky adventure. Ooh, hot and sticky that is. We're walking in the oldest rainforest in the world. Yeah, the oldest rainforest in the whole world. So how old do you reckon it might be? 200 years? Nah, older. A thousand years? Older, 10,000 years. Nah, still older. (laughs) This forest is so old, there might not be enough candles in the world to go on its birthday cake. It's 120 million years old. Oh yeah, 120 million years old. And that means, once upon a time, dinosaurs would have lived right here where we are standing. This is the Daintree Rainforest at the very top of Queensland. And because it's a tropical rainforest, it rains a lot here. If you listen, you can hear the rain on the leaves right now. And a bit of thunder, too. The best thing about the rain in a tropical rainforest is how warm it is. Try to imagine how the raindrops feel as they run down your arms and your hands and your face. It's like being in a warm, gentle shower. Hmm... Better imagine bringing a towel next time, (laughs) or maybe an umbrella, yeah. (laughs) Now we're here to try to find a creature that's been around for 15 million years, and it only lives in Australia. The problem is, it's really hard to find. So... We need to think like rainforest detectives and come up with a plan. Hmm. Okay, I've got one. We just have to find the food it likes to eat and then we'll wait for it to show up for dinner. So the first thing I have to tell you is that this animal's favourite thing to eat is termites. Oh yeah, 
You heard that right. Termites. It thinks they're totally delicious. How about you? Would you ever ask your mum to make you a nice termite sandwich for lunch? <laughs> no, me either. Way too snappy and bitey. Mm. Whoa! This must be our lucky day. Because about 20 steps ahead of us, there's a huge pile of dirt. Easily twice as tall as you are. Can you see that in your mind? It starts off really wide at the bottom and gets thinner towards the top. That's not just dirt, that's a termite mound. Let's get closer and have a good look at it. Termite mounds are really hard on the outside. And if you're ready to hear something totally gross, I'll tell you what it's made of. It's a mixture of dirt, saliva, and termite poo. Oh, I'm serious. They use their poo as one of the ingredients. And inside that mound, it's no better. It's just as gross. The termite's nest is surrounded by a barrier made of chewed up wood and, hmm, you guessed it, termite poo. And here's the best part. Lots of tiny bacteria grow on their poo. It's like an antibiotic and it keeps them safe from lots of diseases. Termites don't need to go to a doctor. They make their own medicine. <laughs> wow! Looks like we didn't have to wait too long. Can you hear that rustling sound in the leaves? It's over on the right-hand side. And look, there's something on the ground headed straight towards the termite mound. Let's think about walking slowly backwards so we don't scare it off. That's it. Now, if we sit down on the ground slowly and stay quite still, it won't even notice us. It looks like a big hairbrush with legs. Or maybe a waddling pincushion. <laughs> but it's not. You've worked it out, haven't you? Oh yeah, that is an echidna for sure. Can you see his long pointy nose, tiny little eyes and those super sharp spines all over his back and down his sides? Sometimes they're called spiny anteaters, but they're not related to any other anteater in the world. And even if they do look like a mutant hedgehog or a porcupine, they're not related to them either. I'll bet you'll never guess who echidnas are related to. It's the platypus. Oh yeah! An echidna's closest relative is the platypus. 
I wonder if they send each other birthday cards. Hmm, probably not. <gasps> Look, he's waddling up to the termite nest, and I mean waddling. Echidnas waddle from side to side because their little legs stick out to the side like a crocodile's. It makes them look very cute, but not cute enough to pick up and cuddle though. You'd need a whole packet of band-aids for your hands after you tried to pick up an echidna. Oh, do you know what you'd get if you crossed an echidna with a snake? Barbed wire! <laughs> and what do echidnas say when they hug each other? Ouch! <laughs> Those spines are seriously sharp and they can move them in any direction they like. The ones near their head even act like ears to collect sound for them and they are really good at hearing things. I'll tell you what else they're good at and that's digging. Have a look at him now. He's already dug a huge hole into the side of the termite nest so he can poke his head in and start catching them with his super long, super fast and super sticky tongue. That tongue is at least six inches long and he can shoot it out at a hundred times every minute. He might move slowly, but he eats fast and he has to. Once the termites or the ants realise he's attacking their nest, they'll start biting him. And he eats about 3,000 ants or termites every day. So he has to slurp them up really quickly. Mm. Let me tell you something amazing about an echidna's eyes. Their actual eyesight is totally hopeless. But the surface of their eyeballs are really tough. That's so they can put up with ants biting them on the eye. Ouch! Or even dirt getting in them when they dig. There are some echidnas in the wild that are totally blind and they survive just as well as the other echidnas. Do you know what they'd call a bald echidna? Pointless. <laughs> or they have an unbelievable superpower too. He knew exactly where to dig on that mound because he has special electro detectors all the way along his nose and they help him find ants and termites and worms while they're still underground. Hmm. Oh, look. I think he's had enough termites to eat and he's heading off into the forest. Maybe to look for some yummy ants this time. Hmm. Oh. Hang on a minute. A big black dog has just appeared out of the forest and it's moving towards the echidna. That is the seriously rare black dingo. 
and check out what the echidna's doing. He's burrowing into the ground really quickly, so only his spines are showing. How cool is that? That dingo can't hurt him now. It can't work out how to get past those sharp spines. Oh, we better get going before the dingo spots us and invites us back to his place for dinner. I reckon we'd be the main course. <laughs> okay, deep breath in. Hold it and breathe out. Here we go! I do love visiting other rainforests, but this is still my favourite. Thanks for being a Daintree detective with me. If you'd like a picture of an echidna to remember how cute they are, you'll find one on the back of every Australian five-cent piece. And oh, I've got one more echidna joke for you. What's an echidna's favourite flavour of chips? Prickled onion. <laughs> I'll see you next time. Or as the echidna said, could somebody pass the insect spray? These ants keep biting me. If you'd like to own all of Simon's adventures forever, then head over to simonsadventurestories.bandcamp.com. Thanks for listening.